Hey, what's up? It's Rico, CEO of SourceFind Asia, and I'm back with another one. And this episode is one I haven't done in a while. It's an on the factory floor of a yoga and athleisure apparel factory. I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. So if you're not familiar with On The Factory Floor, this is a series that I started, I think a little bit over a year and a half ago, where I visit factories and I give my assessment of you know, how the factory is. So I, I like to show people what I always talk about in my videos, rather than always talking about it and have you guys see it. So in this particular factory, um, this was a very small factory. So we went to two different locations. We went to their actual factory floor, and then we also went to their um, office. So uh, some things to keep in mind, this was just before Chinese New Year. So this is the busiest time of the year. So just keep that in mind when you're looking at, you know, how much stuff there is in the factory and just the, the level of organization, let's say. And then another thing that I also asked about was uh, how old the facility w was. We had a discussion about that as well. So just keep those in mind. I went there specifically for a yoga client, Buddha Buddha who is making ODM yoga shorts. They had a successful crowdfunding campaign towards the end of last year. With that being said, here's a montage of the full factory. A couple things you would have noticed is that their warehouse was, or their factory floor is very, very small in comparison to some of the other places that I've showed you is one story. There was a good flow to their production. Like I could see the step-by-step -step process and I think they had uh, good signs around the factory that kind of showed you how the production flows. There was a consistency to the products that they were making, even down to the materials. They were working with a lot, like they were working with a very specialized amount of materials, which is always a good sign. Like if you go to a factory and they work with so many different materials or they're making so many different types of products, I've said this before, that shows a lack of specialization. These guys were all about yoga apparel and athleisure apparel and they work with specific blends of, of spandex and, and stuff like that. So that was a good sign. Another good sign was like the salesperson and, and the, we actually met the owner as well. They were very open and very willing to answer our questions, very willing to kind of show us everything, all the processes. And they actually addressed one issue that, that I saw when I first walked in. It was like, first of all, it was super messy. And then the second thing was like, I was like, this place is old. Like yeah, there were, like the, the walls were dirty, there was like mold, water damage to the roof. And, you know, I asked them about that. I was like, well, you know, like, is this, you know, how old, how long have you guys been in this factory? And uh, so basically what they said was they were actually in a, in a different space before and this was a temporary location because they were having their new place renovated. So I choose to believe them. They addressed it before I even said anything. We've had factories in the past that uh, rented out a temporary space that might not have been as nice as their actual factory while they were renovating their actual factory. So it's not something that I took seriously. The only thing that happened was like, so we, we saw the, the, the floor, like I said, you could see the, the, the floor to the production. Um, it's one, one floor, they're doing everything there. They're specialized in the materials. And then we also went to the offices. The offices were really nice. The offices were really, you know, 
uh, kind of modern for Chinese standards. Again, it was Chinese New Year, so there, were, there was like almost no employees in the office. They had a good sales section, they had a good area for you know all the different departments, which is always a clear sign. Like, It's always a good sign that they have all these different spaces for the different departments. And then when we sat down in the showroom, the showroom was, was very nice. The showroom had a lot of different products, a lot of different things to show you what they're capable of. This might contradict what I said earlier. So like I was saying, if your factory is working with so many different materials and making so many different types of products, that might be a bad sign. But a lot of times factories will take on projects from time to time from clients, maybe even a client that they've been working with long term who says, hey, can you use this material or can you do this kind of design, which might be different from what you've done before, but I trust you with this. It doesn't mean that they're always doing that, but they're definitely going to show in their showroom, they're going to have every single type of, of, of clothing that they've made, right? So because they want to show you, hey, like we're capable of doing these things. It's not something that necessarily we do all the time, but we're definitely capable of doing these things. So the, the showroom was very nice. And then we sat down and had a negotiation. Before I jump into that, some of the negatives, I would say, is because of that lack of specialization, my client wanted a very specific type of material for their yoga shorts and it was not something that was easy for this factory to source. In fact, I think they hadn't really worked with that specific combination before, so that was an issue. However, in terms of the products that they were used to making and the construction and things like that, I was fairly confident in them. So overall, my assessment of this factory, I would say if I'm giving it out of five hongbaos, it's tough, man. I have to give two scores here. I would say that their their factory space, even though it was temporary, to me, was was probably two two hongbaos out of five. But in terms of them as a factory as a whole, I would say three and a half. You know, averaging out the the lack of cleanliness of the the, fac the factory floor, but knowing that they're going through a renovation, and then seeing their capabilities, and even that the products that I saw on the floor were were very good. So yeah, I'll say three and a half. Spoilers, we did not end up working with this factory, but it was not necessarily because of those reasons. It was just because they outpriced us. So we're going to move on to the negotiation stage. The main objective for us going to that factory that day was basically, it was before Chinese New Year, and we needed to at least get some samples rolling, prototypes rolling. These were going to be you know, this is after their campaign. They had some samples already, they had uh, prototypes, but they'd made some design changes, some material changes. So, you know, they brought us on to basically help them try to get a new prototype made before Chinese New Year, at least start the process. Get three to five backup factories like we always do. So this was one of many factories. Um, I think prior to Chinese New Year, we visited two and we were in contact with a lot. And then after Chinese New Year, we placed an order with another three additional factories. So yeah, the objective was to try to get a prototype. It was difficult because as I mentioned, the material that these guys wanted was very specific, like the combination of materials that they wanted was very specific. And it was just basically like difficult for the factory to find this on the market. So it was gonna take them a while to make a prototype. So what we did was we ended up negotiating them making a prototype that was the structure of the shorts, but maybe just using whatever material they currently had. After Chinese New Year, they would make a prototype that had you know, the actual material. So that was the compromise that we reached. The pricing for the prototype was okay, but when we got the pricing for the actual mass production, 
that was problematic because they they basically outpriced our clients. Our clients had the backups that they have to fulfill and they raised a certain amount of money and they've also spent a lot of money on marketing and obviously bringing on a sourcing consulting team, things like that. The prototype was okay. I think we could have worked further with them, but it just didn't make sense to continue with them just because of the, the Perina cost. And, you know, just a little tip on negotiations. I always talk about this all the time. It's like, if a factory is charging 50, 60% higher than what you want, it's going to be extremely difficult to get it down to that price point. So you might as well cut your losses. If you're asking me why we even proceeded with making a prototype if the pricing was off, it's because it doesn't work like that. It, work, it works in reverse. When you present a factory with an original design, especially an original design that has a new construction, a construction that they've never done before or isn't common on the market because they designed these shorts, uh, that my client designed these shorts, um, and then you're using a material that's not common or at least a combination of materials that's not common. It's impossible for a factory to give you an accurate price until they actually start working on the, the product. So they gave us a general quote which was somewhat acceptable and we thought okay we might be able to bring this down and, and match our target price prior to us going there prior to us making the prototype once they actually start going to the process of making the prototype and they they go into the process of trying to source the materials for the prototype that's when the factory will usually come back to you and say okay we've actually made the prototype we know what it takes to make this we also know how difficult it's going to be to acquire these materials this is now you know the updated per unit cost and the material aspect is like you have to remember is like there's an moq minimum order quantity just the same way there's an moq for you when you place an order with the factory there's, there's a minimum order quantity for them when they buy raw materials so if they're buying a raw material that they're not familiar with or they don't work with or they don't buy on a usual on a regular basis you're basically paying for their minimum order quantity and that's why the per unit cost will jump significantly so yeah, that is uh, yoga and athleisure wear factories. Uh, I would say, I would call it like a boutique yoga and athleisure factory. Not the worst, I just think it would be the kind of factory that you work with on more OEM projects and work with in products that they're more familiar with in terms of materials and sourcing. I like people working in smaller factories. However, sometimes it's difficult because in these situations where you need them to get as very specific material, they might not have as much of the buying power or sort of relationship to get better pricing. So there's always, there's always things to weigh up when it comes to your personal situation. But I, I personally do like new entrepreneurs, new businesses, small to medium sized companies working with small to medium sized factories because you tend to be, um, especially if your orders are like in the medium range, you're working with a small factory, they'll tend to work harder for you than a bigger factory. But sometimes just to get the ball rolling, you sometimes want to work with a medium to larger size factory with an original design because they might be able to leverage their buying power to, to get better pricing. So you always have to weigh up those two options. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for listening to this episode of the Made in China podcast. If you want to reach out to us, that's podcast at sourcefinancial.com. If you want to check out the show notes from the episode that you just watched, that's sourcefinancial.com slash made in China. And be sure to also check out our YouTube channel, Source Financia, all one word. Cheers. I was all alone.